You don't know how I suffer. My you have nerves. no regard for my, my nerves. nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Your nerves have been my close friend these many years. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember the things to quote. So it means it's time to watch it again. With you, the sun is shining 24/7. Cause when we're together, it feels like we're in heaven. If it will get dark, you'll be my million stars. Welcome to episode 27 of Delete This History, a podcast by two besties of a certain age searching for answers. We're your hosts, Bria Brown and Kara Birch. I'm still kind of riding a high. I don't yeah. know about you. Well, I would have been. Uh-oh. Oh. Work was so woo this week and You're little, I didn't feel so great. Yeah. I had a little, a little bit of a cold something or other, but I, I wish I could bottle that feeling. I know. At the end of that game. It was so awesome. It was pandemonium at my brother's house. <laughs> I can only imagine. For those of you who don't know, we are talking about the Super Bowl oh. in America. Oh, yeah. In the United States. <laughs> American football. Super Bowl. Our team won. Our team won. And the we cannot believe it. We are champions. Well, Kara believes it because she knew. I knew. She woke up just knowing that it was going to happen. And Peyton, he knew. After that first half, I did not know. I was not feeling good. But I still had some belief because it's still it's still magical Mahomes uh-huh. and Reed, Andy Reed. Yes. And all those other guys and our defense. Uh, yes. Holy shnikes. Thank goodness for them. They kept us in it. They but did. I know you guys are sick of us talking about football. And guess what? You won't have to hear it after it's this. Ju- it's wrapped up. It was incredible. It really was fun. When they got that last touchdown, first of all, I was so excited because the other touchdown that we got, I was in the bathroom. I, yes. <laughs> and when I came out, everybody told me to go back in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently that was what made the difference. That was the luck. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway. Um, when you said, when we got that touchdown, I got chills from head to toe. Like, yeah. I just got all these yeah, chills. That last I, touchdown. It was so awesome. <laughs> we screamed oh, so loud. we did. We lost it. And <laughs> a bunch of people that were at my brother's house, his wife, two of his kids, Peyton, they all ran outside. Oh, They couldn't even... <laughs> The house could not even contain them. They ran out the front door into the front yard and were screaming. And Carter, his um, oldest son, had a flag, a chief's flag. Yeah. And he was running up and down the sidewalk in front of their house with the chief's flag. And Peyton had the pom-poms oh that gosh. I took with us to that um, to the chief's game a few years ago. And he was doing that and then my brother got his bell and he ran out in the front yard and he's ringing the bell <laughs> my nephew was like uh his neighbors hate us and i said his neighbors are losing their minds too you just can't hear them yeah they just stayed in their house and then we heard the fireworks there were lots of fireworks yes so. there were fireworks near us too hopper said she didn't she was watching it online oh no and so she heard fireworks screaming hollering before it she even saw it happen oh she had the delay problem yep there was no delay problem at my brother's this that's time. good i did feel bad for the 49ers because i mean it looked like they were gonna win it it was a heartbreaker it, i felt bad for them i i really did i still do but we won so 
And you feel so helpless watching that happen. That's the problem. Yes. Is you're watching it and you're like, and son of a... You could see it on their faces. Yeah. Like, you could... It just... Yeah. They were like, that GD Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's he no was, other quarterback I'd rather have in that situation. He was taking care of business. He was oh just like, goodness. I'm just going to take this ball and I'm I'm running it. Yeah. I'm just going to get us there. If I get killed, oh, well. Yeah, he was really putting himself on the line It's there. worth it. Yeah. So um, this is kind of a downer, but I feel like we need to mention what happened at the parade. Oh, really? I wasn't going to bring it up. Really? Yeah, I just didn't want to talk about it I, because it just fucking pisses me off it, so much. It makes me very angry, too. But I feel like it needs to be said that there's blood on the hands of every coward and every selfish person who refuses to do something about this when they can. I agree. There are solutions. I know. And other countries have figured it out. I know. And we need to fucking get with it. Well, I yeah. It's like we can't have a large group of people do anything together anymore. No. It's just a given that something yeah. like this is going to happen. And then it's like, oh, those people, the people who were there who tackled him or tackled them what heroes yeah they are but they shouldn't have to be yep they're there for a celebration and nobody should have to be putting their life on the line to celebrate something so joyous i agree and the players you know there are all these silver linings like the players and coach reed and the coaching staff they were all comforting people afterwards and that's great and taylor swift has given a hundred thousand dollars to the woman who who died, her family. And Travis Kelsey has given $100,000 to some of the victims who were injured. That's great. It shouldn't have but had to happen. But that becomes the story. I know it. I know it. It's like, oh, well, we always rise. We always rise to the occasion and everything always works out. No, it doesn't work out. That woman is never going to be home again. Mm-hmm. That woman went to a celebration to have a good time and will never, will never be around it again. I just, lawmakers, you fucking suck. <laughs> I know. Got to have our rights, though, Bria. We got to have our guns. What we do without oh, our guns. Oh, you have the right to go to a Super Bowl parade and get gunned down. That's the right you have. Right now it is. You got to fight for your right to get gunned down. <laughs> Maybe Travis Kelsey should start saying that after every win. Just, mm. So I just wanted to acknowledge that, that there are people who started a day out joyously and ended the day in terror because this country, which so many people say is the best country in the world and they have so much, you know, patriotic pride and blah, blah, blah. We can't get our fucking shit together. That's it. What else do you want to talk about? I want to talk about... Something that's super magical. Oh. More magical than Mahomes? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The menstrual cycle. <laughs> oh, I would not use the word magical. Oh, it is magical. Can I explain why? Yes. So, for a week and a half out of every month, yeah. I turn into this subhuman globulous thing that like my hair my scalp is messed up my skin is messed up Mm -hmm. my body changes it's like 
ma- it's magical. It's like I created a batch of polyjuice potion. Mm-hmm. And rather than sprinkling in like a 20-year-old, beautiful, virile 20-year-old hair. Yeah. I added like a vial of pluff mud. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> yes, that's a perfect description, though. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And it's like I have a whole separate wardrobe because, you know, my boobs get bigger. My waist gets bigger. Mm-hmm. My feet get bigger. Yeah. Like, those are things that you want. You're picking specific sizes. Yeah. And for a week and a half, they're not the same size. It's just so magical. It really is. You know? And then, and then, just overnight, it's like, oh. Oh, okay. You it's transform over. back. Yeah. Yeah. Kara Jekyll is back <laughs> from the woods. And for two and a half weeks, she'll be normal and not in pain and not have a headache for two weeks. And, yeah. you know, all she shrunk back down and her shoes fit again. Yeah. And then it starts all over again. I know. It's so magical. It really is wonderful. And from month to month, it might be different. Like, oh, yeah. you know what? My, I might not have to use those bigger clothes. Mm-hmm. It might be something like uh, my teeth hurt. Yeah. My teeth or my joints are hurting really bad that month. Mm-hmm. And it's just this magical box of what the hell is going to happen this month. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Being a woman is the best. <laughs> so great. <sighs> anyway. Hey, you know what else? What? I have a follow up to a story that you did. Ooh. A story like... Like we're journalists. We're journalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, duh. Um, remember when you talked about lab-grown diamonds? Yeah. Okay. I stumbled on an article yesterday, actually, last night, um, in, where where was that? Fortune. Oh. I know. La la. Not my usual <laughs> reading. <laughs> but when I right-swiped, guess what was there? Okay. And it said that not all lab-grown diamonds are created equally. Yeah. And that many come from India or China, countries whose primary sources of power generation are dirty. Oh. Like coal. So you got to do your homework Mm -hmm. and make sure that you use a company that shows proof of how their practices for growing diamonds are actually environmentally friendly if that is your motivation for getting a Mm lab-grown diamond. Yeah. You want it to be more sustainable, not just cheaper, but more sustainable, better, you know, as far as mining practices and okay. people and, you know, good human rights. Good information to know. And they actually named two companies who are transparent about their supply chain and use renewable energy in the production of their diamonds. Barry O'Neill or Barry O'Neill. B-A-R-I-O. Oh, okay. N-E-A-L. What do you think I, it is? No, in my mind, I pictured B-A-R-R-Y-O apostrophe oh, N-E-A. Like, like Barry, Mr. O'Neill. Like like <laughs> Irish. Irish lab-grown diamonds. Barry O'Neill. I'm correct. It's more like that. <laughs> and Vry, V-R-A-I, all capital. V-R-A-I. Okay. Both of those have been proven to be good ethical 
lab-grown diamond companies. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good follow-up. I thought it was fascinating, <laughs> and I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Anytime I see something that we've talked about on the show, mm-hmm. and I see it somewhere else, I'm like, oh my gosh, we talked about that. I get really excited. Your phone is listening to us. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I said something yesterday about, well, I'm off on Monday, and I said to Sean, this three-day weekend, buddy, I'm getting some things cleaned up at this house because, you know, we're bringing more crap. Yes. And it's starting to pile up, my friend, Uh and I can't stand it. So I said something about getting organized, getting cleaned. (laughs) My phone, uh, like on Instagram, it's telling me, like, about the container store. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I get all I'm getting all these ever. I'm like, you quit listening to me, phone. It's none of your business what I'm doing. Yeah. I know what I'm doing, phone. Back off. Yeah, super helpful. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so we're not here to rain on people's Super Bowl parade. Especially when it comes to people's sweet, sweet lab-grown bling. (laughs) And we're not here to give organizing tips. Or to complain about the magicalness of the menstrual cycle. What are we here for? Oh, we are here to talk about our internet search histories for the week. Oh, can we do that by starting with the reading of the lists? 100%. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. It is my week to start. It's it's WW... Weirdo, Weirdo week. week. Also, mm-hmm. it is episode 27. Yeah. And it will be airing on February 27th. Whoa! I know. My head exploded, too, when I made that connection. Anyway, here we go. My list this week of top five most interesting, funniest, most successful searches is... Mm-hmm. Symptoms of diverticulitis. Mahomes never underdogs meme. (laughs) Three, make stickers from photos on Pixel phone. Four, Royal Murder Mysteries TV series. Five, Colin Firth white shirt auction. (gasps) I knew that would get you. Is that my birthday present? Um, maybe. I have a plan. You'll have to wait and see. All right. Okay. What about your list? All right, here we go. Number one, I only have four this week. Again, I'm really sorry. I almost only had four, but I really, I I did five short ones. I was going to have to, sh- I was going to have to force it. Yeah. And that's not how this works. <laughs> as we pointed out last week. Yeah, yeah. All right. So number one, when did the first Dunkin' Donuts open? Number two, traveling through the channel. Number three, what is bubble and squeak? (laughs) Number four, Uncle Sam history. Oh, I want you. That's right. We're now going to play a little game we like to call (gasps) Search Me, where we each pose one question to each other and see if we can answer based only on the reading of the lists, and we win some pretty sweet prizes. That is right. In the process. Yes. I devoured those fancy cakes like you would not believe. And Sean was jealous. Um, same. He said no words, but he watched me eat them. <laughs> like a dog watches you eat. <laughs> I ate my Dunkin' Donuts chocolates were in they, private. Were they good? They're delicious. I ate all but three. Oh, yeah. There probably weren't a lot in that package, though. 
too many to eat oh, in one ser- okay. in one sitting. Okay. <laughs> no, I showed some restraint and left three, one of each flavor, and it's on my desk. I saw them in your picture you posted. Yes. And I had to zoom in because I was like, I thought they were little figurines, like action oh, figures. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I zoomed in and I was like, those are her candies she has lined up. <laughs> They're the only three left. So what did they taste like? Were they... And the what strawberry was, ones were the best ones. So what was the inside like? Was it like it a was truffle? Like, it was like a truffle. Okay. Yeah. It, it was like a, a creamy, nougaty mm. kind of center. Oh, yummy. They were all delicious, but the strawberry ones were my favorite. Okay. Okay, Kara, today you are playing for this DVD (laughs) of Colette. I've always wanted to see this movie. Have you really? Yeah. Um, I found this at the Dollar Tree today. (laughs) (laughs) A buck 25. Oh, what does that say? Certified fresh rotten tomatoes? Yep. Excellent. It stars Kira Knightley mm-hmm. and Dominic West. Shut the front door. I know. After marrying a successful Parisian writer known commonly as Willie, Dominic West, mm-hmm. actor, Sidonie Gabrielle Colette, Kira Knightley, is transplanted from her childhood home in rural France to the intellectual and artistic splendor of Paris. Soon after, Willie convinces Colette to ghostwrite for him. What does this sound like? That sounds like... um, Does it sound like a book I wrote? It sure does. Except it's flip-flopped. Oh. It sounds like Let's Be Frank. Yes. Let's Be Frank. Mm -hmm. The first thing that popped into my mind was that movie Big Eyes. Big Eyes. Yeah, with Amy Adams. What? You have not seen Big Eyes? I've never heard of this movie. Girl, watch Big Eyes. You will love it. Okay, I will. Essentially, she is painting all these really cool paintings. They're weird, Mm -hmm. but I think it's her husband. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's taking credit for them. What a dick. Yeah. You should watch it. It's so good. Okay, cool. Okay. And everybody... um, Buy my book. Let's be frank. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I am. It's hilarious. You know what? Can I tell you a quick Kara yeah. Knightley fun fact that I learned this week? I look quite pretty. I look quite pretty. Yeah. She was. Did you watch the first Star Wars movies, like episodes one, two, three? Yes. That everyone hates. Yes. And they curse George Lucas for. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. Yes. Kara Knightley was her body double. In that movie. So remember when they sw- flip-flopped and like... For Queen Amidala yes. and Padme? Yes. See? I didn't know I she know was... Things. I'm kind of impressed that you know that. You hate that kind of stuff. I really do not like it. But my the rest of my family loves it. So I'm in the minority. So she was the body double. I never put that together. That makes so much sense because look, I get them confused I, all the time. I do the same thing. Kira Knightley was 13 years old when she did that. Holy crap. I mean, first of all, that tells you how long ago those movies were. Yeah. And second of all, how old you and I are. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that was my fun fact. Okay, I love it. Let's hear my question. Okay, here's your question. Which search resulted in me staying up way too late last night with the kids, trying and probably failing, to laugh quietly so we didn't wake up Clint 
who had to be at work at 3.30 a.m. Oh, my God. That is... Isn't that... How is he doing that? He's he's actually really liking that job. I know the answer to this question. What is I, it? That movie's going home with me. Is it? Number three, make stickers from photos on Pixel phone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I knew it. I'll have to post some of these stickers on Instagram because... And whatever, social media, whatever. Because they are so ridiculous. Dude, when I learned I could do that on my phone, same thing happened. Hours... Oh my Stayed gosh. up late, laughing my ass off. Just scrolling through all my pictures yes, on my phone. Which, like, what else can I make a picture <laughs> of? What else can I do? And then the kids and I, <laughs> we had a text. We have a text um, chain. Yeah. Or I do that just says kiddos. And it's my two kids who still live with me yeah. and me. Okay. That's it. That's fun. And I just use it basically to nag them usually. Like, please clean your bathroom this weekend. <laughs> So it's not a fun, like, mom loves you. It's really not usually. Have a great day. Nope. <laughs> Clean your bathroom. It's, I don't feel like walking my ass upstairs to tell you, <laughs> get out of bed. And them, do they use it? Mm, or is it just you? Not as much. Usually they just text me you individually. Mm-hmm. But I use it to talk to both of them simultaneously. I made a sticker of Jasper on the stairs like the stair basket and that kind of kicked it off for me making stickers and then I was trying to I searched this to see if there was a way I could make stickers without it being in a in a text thread because I can't just pull up the photo and make a sticker of the photo I have to be in a text and I have to use the button like where you would insert an emoji or a gif or a meme. Yeah, yeah. And one of the suggestions is sticker. Right. And then I can make a sticker out of anything. But it has to be inside that. That's dumb. That's the only way I can access it is there. And I was like, that, that can't be right. Yes. I'm just being an old lady. Yes. So that's why I Googled it. Okay. I am right. I am not just an old lady. That is the only way you can do it. Apple phone is different. Now, maybe on later models of the Pixel, you can. Mm-hmm. But I have a 7A or 7, I don't remember what which one I have. I can't remember. It's a number, mm-hmm. so forget <laughs> it. So then Peyton showed me which angle to hold your phone to take ridiculous big forehead selfies. Have you seen these? No. And then we made stickers of those, and I was crying. <laughs> I was crying and I was trying so hard not to pee my pants because I had to laugh quietly. So I'm like shaking on the couch. I'm just going to show you one. Okay, I'm excited. Actually, I'm going to show you all of them because it's going to be in the thread. All right, start with the Jackie one and just scroll down. Oh. (laughs) Aren't those insane? That is not a filter. It's just holding your phone like flat against your forehead. <laughs> this one. I know. Is a riot. That doesn't even look like. I know. It doesn't look like like people. <laughs> we had so much fun oh, with that. And then word. Peyton kept saying, Mom, don't you want to go to bed? I think he was trying to get rid of me. My source mm. for that was Google. And your children. And my children. <laughs> But yeah, I will post, I'll post some of those. I'll, I'll make more stickers oh, and post shoot. them on Instagram so people can see. Yes. So much fun. Yeah, the majority of my stickers are dogs. 
well, it's just hilarious how it cuts out everything else around them. And it, without the context of the background. Exactly. It, the Jasper picture cracked me up. That oh was a good gosh. one. Did you send that to Heather and Mike? Yes. It was so good. Yeah. It was cracking me up. Yes, yeah, I, I love stickers. Okay, my movie. I know what I'm watching tonight. Yay. Okay. Today, uh-huh. you are playing for this trifecta of purple pens. And I they love, all write purple. I love purple pens. I know. I love I know that you love purple. But as I was saying, I'm getting getting rid of stuff. I see that. And you but, are going to benefit. But yeah, I will never say no to office supplies. I know. I have multiples of these. So that's why I'm getting rid of them. Oh my. This one right here, this is a paper mate. Yeah. I don't know if you like really fine or if you like medium points. I like a medium point, depending on what I'm using it for. I do I'm the kind of the same way, actually. If I have to write really little on something, like when I do crossword puzzles. Yes. Or logic puzzles and you have to write inside a table or inside grids or whatever mm-hmm. i like a fine point mm-hmm. because you can really yes write neatly exactly well this is a variety so excellent this one here is a 5.5 yeah this one here is a 1.0 jeez and this baby right here is a felt tip oh i love felt tip so too. A whole variety for you. Great. If you answer this question I hope correctly. I win. Oh, ready. Which of my searches came about because Sean and I have started watching a new to us British murder mystery TV show? Have you now? I've gotten Sean looped in. I think I know what it is. I'm sure that you do. Traveling through the channel. That's right. Because you are watching The Tunnel. The Tunnel, which is an amazing show. Oh, it's so good. Last night, we finished season one. Hot Thomas Jefferson. Okay. (laughs) I had a Bria Dominic West moment last night. Did you? Yes. We've been watching this for weeks. Oh, have you? And last night, I was like, man, this guy is so good. I... (laughs) He is such... Who My is this Stephen Delane? So I looked him up and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when, I saw, when I realized who this was, I paused the television and I said, Sean, good grief. I said, this is Stannis Baratheon. I yes. said, this is Thomas Jefferson. Yes. I said, he's one of the 50 British actors. Correct. He's, he, I, I could not believe I can't that believe- I had watched like seven or eight episodes of this hour-long show. Yeah. And it didn't click with me that that was Thomas Jefferson. You know what I can't believe? What? That you didn't immediately text me so we could laugh together well, about this. I started to, but it was really late. But now I know you were up doing stickers, I would have, you would have been awake. And not just that, but once I'm... A- asleep i don't hear my text i know but still i just i i don't know that for i fact. never do never because so, i got my earplugs in yes oh my gosh that is hilarious i wish there had been a video of me realizing who that guy was i felt like the biggest idiot <laughs> he's an excellent actor <laughs> he is and he is a cutie patootie he's so good 
and she is so good. And oh. oh, so we were in episode one of that, and I was like, man, I know her little face. How do I know her little face and yep. that little mouth? Mm-hmm. And so I had to look her up because I couldn't place it, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, Fleur, Fleur, it's Fleur, Delacour. Look away, Bill. I'm hideous. <laughs> Anyway, she's got a lot of oh good sound bites from Harry Potter. She does. These are your pins. <gasps> Congratulations. Yay. All right. I so love purple. I looked this up because we have watched like seven or eight episodes of this. And in my brain, I'm thinking that it takes like two and a half hours to get through the channel. Mm-hmm. It does not. No. So... I've got a little bit of information about how to travel through this thing. I'm excited. There are two different trains that go through the channel, and they're operated by two different companies. You can travel by car Uh or other means of transportation, like just anything on wheels, essentially, um, through the Euro Tunnel Le Chateau. Le Chateau. Yes. Uh, But you can't purchase tickets for that train as a pedestrian. If you're going to travel on foot, you take the Eurostar. Mm-hmm. On the other one, you drive your car into the train, and then you just sit in there. And it's you... like a ferry almost. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So then the trains run on the same track, but the boarding points are different. Uh-huh. Um, for Le Chateau, you can enter the train at Kent, essentially, in England, or Calais on the France side. Uh-huh. If you board as a pedestrian, you can board in London, Paris, Lille, 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 mm-hmm. Brussels, Rotterdam, or Amsterdam. Oh. For the Eurotunnel Le Chateau, I'm just going to keep saying it like that. I love it. You can enter the train by car, motorcycle, camper, and even a bicycle. Excellent. Ah! Now, the Le Chateau is the fastest connection between France and the UK if you travel with a car or other vehicle. The duration... Yes. Of the entire trip while you're traveling is 35 minutes. That's it. That is it. It's like 31 miles. I did not realize how close, mm-hmm. because I'm a geography dummy. I don't know anything about geography. Peyton would get so mad at me if we talked about geography <laughs> He would together. love to teach you. Oh Well, he could teach me basically everything. Now, it takes time to get everyone loaded up. So load up time and wait time before you begin yes. your travel is about an hour. You're right. So you've got about an hour and a half total travel time mm-hmm. for beginning to end. Now, if you can't stand the thought of being in a concrete tube, like how many feet? 246 <sighs> feet below sea level. If that bothers you With a little water bit. water all around you. <laughs> Imagine the force of the water. I, I don't even... I, when I was doing all this research, I found an article where it broke down halfway through and they had to pull people out of it and they had to like evacuate them on foot. No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, there is a ferry option. Correct. It takes much longer to travel by ferry and you have to be at the ferry at least 90 minutes before it leaves. Oh, wow. So it's a very long process to take the ferry but you know Mm -hmm. you plan your time wisely Mm -hmm. you can do it so all in all it's faster to travel under the ocean through the concrete tube i don't know if i could do it Uh, i am claustrophobic just thinking about it it. is well just watching that show and knowing that they're inside that tunnel so much you would just have to 
I would just have to disconnect my thinking from that. Like, don't think about it. Because even like when we drive down to Gulf Shores and you have to go through that tunnel that goes under, is that Mobile that you go through and there's a tunnel? Yeah. That freaks my shit out. We drive around that. We take the industrial road that all the trucks are on so we don't have to go through that tunnel. (laughs) We do that on purpose. I we we take the tunnel because the kids love it. Oh no! But I always think of Princess Diana. Absolutely, yes. That I always think of car wrecks happening in there. And I think if one person is being a dumbass while we're driving sixty miles an hour through this tube, we are all fucked. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly right. And how many dumbasses are there in this world behind the wheel of car, mm. wheels of cars? So many. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really freaks yes. me out. My sources for that were fairygogo.com and eurostar.com. I love it. Now, how long does the Eurostar take? It's the same. It's the same because it's on the same tracks. It's the same type of vehicle. But load-up time is less because there are multiple places where you can board. Correct. So you're just a person on foot. You're waiting for it to stop. It's like a subway, essentially. Right. You're basically on the tube. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's the same amount of time. Um, I guess add in some stops here and there. So if you don't really need a car where you're going, mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense just to leave your car on one end mm-hmm. or the other. Board the, the, the Eurostar and just mm-hmm. be shot through like one of those tubes at the bank. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's kind of like a hamster tube, too. Oh, yeah. Or the vacuum tubes in Elf, where he's down yes. in the basement. Very the male. sucky. The male. <laughs> Ooh, it's sucky. Okay. That's awesome. I want to, I, I kind of want to do it. I, I would just have to take some Valium. Yes. It'll be fine. I would like to do it too. Even though there's nothing to see, you just get in there and you're just in a, you, you're just in an enclosed space for yeah. half an hour. Just eat half a gummy. You'll be fine. <laughs> By the way, I had a dream last night yeah? that I ate a whole gummy, but it was like ginormous. Oh no. I'm, I'm using my fingers to show Kara about an inch and a half. Don't gummy. ever eat a gummy that large. You will regret it. Oh, my gosh. And after I did it, you were like, why did you do that? <laughs> yes. Dream Kara was correct. Yes. And I was like, what? And then I went to some burrito place <laughs> and I ate a bunch of burritos. Because <laughs> I had the munchies. And I was trying to hide from everybody that I was high. See, to, if I ate a gummy that big, yeah. it wouldn't be munchies. It would be me on the floor going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Make it stop. Make it stop. Because <laughs> you'd it be stop. spinning. Bad trip. Yes. Yeah. I Ugh. just can't do that much. Um, this week at work, I've got a giant bag of gummy. Gummies at work? Well, gummy <laughs> lifesavers. And so I was walking down to the second floor, and I was eating them while he was talking to people. And one guy was like, what, what have you got there? And I said, these are lifesavers. This is not what you think it is. I said, I will. And so I offered one to him. He's like, I'm not going to eat that out of your nasty hand. I was like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But 
So then I took the whole handful and I just shoved them in my mouth to prove that they weren't, you know. Oh, man. Gummies at work would be really handy, wouldn't they? I wouldn't get anything done. Oh, man. All right, then. It's shared history time. Yes, it is. And we're just going to share some internet search histories with you, our DTH besties. Mm -hmm. Okay, my first one that I'm going to talk about. Let's hear it. Is Royal Murder Mysteries TV series. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a series that started in 2017, and I don't think they've made any more seasons since then. It did not get good reviews. Um. I thoroughly enjoyed this show, however. Okay. Experts in the fields of pathology and forensics try to piece together what may have happened in crimes involving royal family members from around the world and throughout history. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Some of the royal deaths discussed include the Romanovs. <gasps> oh. King Ludwig II of Bavaria. I don't know who that is. Also sometimes called the Mad King. Oh, okay. He built this really cool castle, and it's the castle that Walt Disney based the Cinderella castle off of. Mm -hmm. Albert Victor, grandson of Queen Victoria, who was heir to the throne, but he died young. And he was also briefly a suspect in the Jack the Ripper cases. (laughs) You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Very interesting. Ooh, yeah. So they talked about, like, his alibis, and he could not have been Jack the Ripper. Okay. Spoiler alert. Oh, goodness. King George V, Mm -hmm. who was basically euthanized by his doctor. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Is he also known as the Mad King? No. Wasn't there a King George that was, like... King George III was Mad King George. And this was the fifth? Mm Mm-hmm. Why why was he basically euthanized? Well, he was he had had lung problems. Um, he was a you know, smoker, so he okay. had chronic lung problems and disease. And he was very, very sick, and he was in a lot of pain at the end of his life. And they think that his doctor, without really his consent, Whoa. put him out of his misery, basically. Whoa. It's pretty well known that he, he gave him basically an overdose of cocaine and morphine this isn't birdie is it birdie's dad okay michael gambon in other right. <laughs> for those That's of you who've so seen the, the king's speech michael gambon <laughs> was killed with How morphine and cocaine did you know that's who i was picturing yep. it's, <laughs> it's it is a fascinating show there's a lot of speculation in it with some of these journalists um, and investigators, but there's also a lot of research and some legit stuff. Tell us the name of that show again. It is Royal Murder Mysteries. What platform did you watch that I on? I watched it on BritBox. Of course. That is my source. Sounds fascinating. In fact, it's oh, BritBox. Okay, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, we're going to stay in the British vein. Excellent. And we're going to talk about Bubble and Squeak. I love it. <laughs> Bubble and Squeak is a fried British dish made with potatoes and cabbage. It often contains meat, mm-hmm. ham or bacon, traditionally. And it's often made on a Monday with leftovers from Sunday's dinner or on Boxing Day with leftovers from the Christmas feast. Lots of people will add a fried egg to the top of it. Oh. Perhaps adding a little more Bubble. protein. <laughs> 
There are no hard and fast rules with bubble and squeak. No. Just like basically all you got to have is mashed potatoes. And then you just throw all your other crap in there to make a delicious Mm -hmm. meal. The potatoes are kind of like the glue that holds Mm -hmm. everything together. The Irish have a similar dish called coal cannon. The Scots similar dish is called... (laughs) Hang on. I can say this without laughing. Rumbledy thumps. (laughs) You've had a herkle durkle. And then... And then you get up and you make some rumbledy thumps. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> perfect from, from your leftovers oh <laughs> scottish people you're amazing i can live with you <laughs> the name bubble and squeak supposedly comes from the sound the dish makes while it's cooking now i thought maybe mm-hmm. and this made me think of you when i thought of it oh no is that maybe the squeak comes from the sound the cabbage makes on your teeth when you oh, eat it because i know that bothers you but that is Raw cabbage, the, the squeak comes about. Yeah, uh, cooked cabbage, I guess maybe doesn't do that as much. No. I'm, I haven't had much cooked cabbage in my life. I love it, especially if you make it really unhealthy with butter and salt, and a little bit of like balsamic vinegar. Ooh, yum! It is delicious. Well, this bubble and squeak, you have to add a lot of butter to it. Yeah. It's like the, I looked up a couple of recipes for it. A lot of people will take it and put all this stuff together, and then they fry the whole thing. Some people just put it together and they like throw in cabbage, like they cook the cabbage or even kale. Oh, yeah. It's like separately. And so mm-hmm. they cook all that in a pot and then they have their mashed potatoes and they mix all of that together and they don't fry it. But then they put a huge lump of butter in the middle, like they create a well. Yes, like you would with mashed, you know, right. gravy and mashed potatoes. Like smart yeah. people do. Yeah. And <laughs> then you just throw a whole bunch of butter in the middle of it. And so then you like... You, like, get a little fork full of potatoes, and then you dip it in that butter, and then you eat it. Like, I researched this probably way too much, but I want to make this. Yeah. So I think I'm going to make it. It'll be good. It's going to be delicious. What kind of meat would you put in it? I was thinking bacon. Bacon would be delicious with it. Because, I mean, you think about, Mm -hmm. like, a twice-baked potato, Mm -hmm. which I like a twice-baked potato. Mm -hmm. And bacon and cheese mm-hmm. are probably, bacon is probably my favorite on a twice-baked potato. Yeah. Nom. My sources for that were thesprouseeats.com and simplyrecipes.com. Okay. And that made me hungry. I, me too. Nummy, nummy. What's your next one? Oh, well, this will make you really not hungry. Oh. <laughs> this will kill that. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Symptoms of diverticulitis. Oh, yay. I had a tiny stomach back pain flare up this week. Oh, crap. Yeah. And I'm sure it had something to do with, like, the crap I ate at the Super Bowl party. Mm -hmm. Lots of meat and greasy stuff and potatoes and, oh, my gosh, these pretzel bite things that Brianne made. I've got to get the recipe. Mm. They were so delicious. Anyway, lots of bread, lots of meat, Mm -hmm. lots of fatty stuff i mean just junk right i mean super bowl food and then also stress i'm sure Mm -hmm. was part of it and coughing a lot probably did not help things so i started to wonder if maybe what i'm suffering from is diverticulitis could be then i thought what the heck even is that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it sounds like something you get from like scuba diving 
diverticulitis, <laughs> like the bends or something. <laughs> um, it's not. For those who don't know, here's what it is, and here are the mm. symptoms. Diverticula are small, bulging pouches that can form in the lining of your digestive system, and they're found most often in the lower part of the digestive system or the colon. Mm. They're common in people older than 40, but seldom cause problems. So a lot of people have diverticula. They don't know because they just kind of hang out down there. Mm-hmm. Don't cause any issues. But when you have these, it's called diverticulosis. Mm-hmm. So even if they're what we might call dormant or just kind of hanging out, it's diverticulosis. When they become inflamed, it's called diverticulitis. And that causes severe abdominal pain, fever, nausea, and nasty poo-poos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to use mom language. <laughs> now, mild cases can be treated with rest, antibiotics, and dietary changes. Severe or recurring cases may require surgery. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have this. Mm-hmm. First of all, they did so many tests on me last year mm-hmm. when I had those issues. I think they would have found it. Maybe. I think. But whatever. Second, I don't want it to be this. So it, <laughs> that's why I don't think it is. <laughs> uh, and I'm too young. Just kidding. Next time I see my doctor, though, I may mention it. Just in case, because I do have a lot of the risk factors, Mm. which are over 40, Mm -hmm. overweight, Mm -hmm. under exercised. Mm -hmm. And then there were some that I don't have. I don't have some other risk factors. And I never have a fever with this, but I do have nausea um, because it hurts so bad. Mm. And it's weird that it wraps around to my back. Yes. That's the part that is always, like, doesn't fit anything. But anyway, it went away without me having to do anything. It was just kind of like I went to bed and I kind of felt it coming on. And I was like, oh, you've got to be getting me. That's just what I need. And then the next morning I was just super tired and just felt like crap. Oh, that sucks. Um, because I didn't sleep well. Because I was worried about it. Right. My sources were the Mayo Clinic. My dad had to have surgery for that. For diverticulitis? Mm -hmm. See, my mom had it, and she was told it was from eating things like with seeds Mm -hmm. or whatever, and the Mayo Clinic says that that is a fallacy. Yeah, I don't know that they... I've heard that too, actually. that it's a seed or nut problem or like like something Yeah, they get stuck in the folds of your colon. Um, I don't remember if they ever... (sighs) <sighs> came up, see, he, well, I hate to give away too much of his health information, HIPAA, HIPAA, but HIPAA. he had to have surgery for it. They couldn't figure, he, in fact, he was in the hospital for a week before they figured out that this was the problem. And they, the only way they figured it out was they said, we're just going to have to do exploratory surgery. Oh, jeez. And so that's how they found it. And they're like, oh, that, there it is. I mean, they knew as soon as they had him opened up. This is easy to say because I haven't done it yet, but um, get your colon screenings. That's how they find mm. stuff like that. I know. Yeah. I haven't Fine. done that yet, but, and I ain't looking forward to it. Me neither. I may put that off until I'm on the floor and then they, I just, in the ambulance, just do it while I'm in the ambulance. You know, you gotta, you gotta die from something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if colon cancer <laughs> is 
is my Waterloo. That's fine. All right. What is your next well, search? We're going to pivot back to food. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> when did the first Dunkin' Donuts open? <gasps> I don't even know why I searched this. I think I had Dunkin' on the brain because mm-hmm. of your candy. And I was driving around town running errands. Yeah. And one of these days, dang it, I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Still haven't done it. Girl. Never been there. What about the, the commercial in the Super Bowl? Did you enjoy that? Did no, you see the, I did the not. Dun Kings commercial? In fact, I muted it. So I was like, <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you guys. This is it, embarrassing. It was hilarious. I, I could. No, I didn't watch it. <laughs> it's even popped up onto my Instagram feed. And I was like, nope. I've, I've scroll gig- past. I giggled quite a bit. So the first Dunkin' Donuts was opened... Can you guess, Bria, what state this might have opened in? Because Massachusetts. That's right. It's yeah. kind of a thing over there yeah. on the East Coast. They love their Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Which was kind of one of the jokes behind that commercial. Okay. It was 1948. Picture it. Quincy, Massachusetts, 1948. William Rosenberg decides he wants to open a store mm. that contains coffee, pastries, and sandwiches. He called it Open Kettle. Okay. I'm along for the ride. Two years later, Open Kettle was renamed and Dunkin' Donuts was officially born. Four years after that, Rosenberg opened five locations of Dunkin' Donuts. And then the rest is history. It just took off from there. Delicious history. Dunkin' Donuts. The original Dunkin' Donuts uh, store still stands and is operational today. Oh, wow. It's gotten a little facelift. And so it harkens back to the retro 50s, mm-hmm. honoring the birth of yes. Dunkin' Donuts. I have a few fun facts about Dunkin' Donuts, if okay. you're interested. They sell around 60 cups of coffee every second. Oh. On average, 2,000 coffee beans go into making one pound of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. 2,000 coffee beans, uh-huh. one pound of coffee. Mm-hmm. There are Dunkin' Donuts coffee experts that taste an average of 200 cups of coffee per day. Not each person. Collectively. Right. Dunkin' Donuts creates special donuts that reflect the local cuisine and culture for countries where it operates. In Singapore, you can get a wasabi cheese donut. (laughs) Oh, no. And... A seaweed cheese donut. In some Asian countries, you can get mochi donuts. And I looked at mochi. It's like a rice cake kind of a thing. Okay. And in China, you can get a dried pork and seaweed donut. I'd be on board to try that because I bet it's delicious. Mm. My sources were DunkinDonuts.com and YouTube.com. I have a question. Yes. The lady in the back. Going back to the thing about the coffee experts who drink collectively 200 i saw your face change when i said that why quality control would be my assumption but where are these people in like this is their job every day you want their job don't you yeah me too i sort of do can you imagine just testing but then if it's your job no no i think that would be amazing I wonder what else is part of their job. You're drinking coffee anyway. You can't. That can't just be what they do. Read that again. Okay. 
There are Dunkin' Donuts coffee experts that taste an average of 200 cups of coffee a day. Coffee experts. Yeah, I need that job. Yeah, her wheels are turning hard right now. I really need that job. I also, let's just make it happen. Okay. We'll call Dunkin' and say we are available and we are really good at drinking coffee. We are highly motivated. And high, we're actually experts already. Right. I can tell you what coffee is crap. Correct. I make it often. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to get to Duncan. Now I've done all this research. I'm just feeling, and you've said that strawberry frosted flavor. My mouth is watering right now, literally. I could go for a strawberry flavored donut. Oh, yeah. Duncan is my favorite donut. Okay. In this town. Man. Now, St. George's is my favorite. Mm. Mm-mm. Oh, man. I can't believe you don't like St. George's. I just I just love Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. When we got well, them here, I was so excited because it's not it's not a thing here. It wasn't a thing yeah. here until very recently. Right, right. But I grew up on Dunkin' Donuts in Kentucky. Uh, East Coast. We had... Well, east, east, east side east, of the country, I guess I should say. East of the Mississippi. You're not on the East Coast. <laughs> east of the Mississippi I told River. you I didn't know anything about yeah. geography. I know what you mean, though. Thank you. Um, because it is true. Like, once you hit that Mississippi River, yeah, things it is change. definitely different. I grew up on Dunkin' Donuts, and at church, we always had Dunkin' Donuts, <sighs> you know, for fellowship, in the fellowship hall. And we had the munchkins, munchkins. the little donut holes. And, I, I mean... You cannot believe how excited I was when we finally got Dunkin' Donuts in this town. <laughs> okay, so if I go to Dunkin' Donuts for the first time, what is your recommendation for me to purchase? Okay, any of their filled donuts are delicious. Okay. So I do love the Boston cream. That's why I thought I would like that Boston cream candy the most, because that's my fave. Okay. But they also have just, like, cream-filled donuts. Boston cream is custard. Okay. Like vanilla custard in the middle. And then they've got cream-filled donuts, and then they've got jelly-filled donuts. I love jelly-filled donuts. But I love, love, love a maple donut, a maple cake donut, and a maple um, glazed donut, either one. All of those things I don't like. I don't like filled donuts, and I don't like maple flavor well, stuff. You will like then. You will like their blueberry cake donuts. Okay, now you're talking lang- mm-hmm. my language. And you'll like their strawberry cake donuts. Okay. You'll like this the the stuff that Peyton likes. No, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not willing to try those, but mm-hmm. that wouldn't. If I showed up without talking to you about it, yeah. I would not have. I would not choose a filled donut. I just don't like them. Oh my goodness. I am a cake donut girl. Yeah, they're good. My next search is the one you've all been waiting for. Colin Firth white shirt auction. The Mr. Darcy wet white shirt that Colin Firth wore in the Superior Pride and Prejudice adaptation from 1995 mm-hmm. by the BBC mm-hmm. is going up for auction March 2024. Mm-hmm. This is the iconic scene <laughs> that never happens in the book, by the way. Right. In which Mr. Darcy takes a refreshing dip in the pond after a long ride home on his horse, and he comes out dripping wet and runs across none other than Lizzie Bennet while wearing his see-through shirt. Mm-hmm. 
You want to guess how much it's expected to fetch, Kara? Do I have to guess in U.S. dollars or... Either one. Okay. Because I did the conversion. Oh, thank you. One million dollars. Oh, no, 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 oh, okay. no, no. Um, $65,000. Nope. $25,000. Lower. $1,000? Higher. $15,000? You're close. It's expected to bring between 7,000 and 10,000 pounds, which is approximately 8,800 to $12,600. I really shot high. That's For a shirt. That shows you how much I really... Yeah, you value this. I value it. Yeah, I mean... I would be willing to pay a million dollars for it. I mean, I feel like you and I could raise $8,800 to $13,000 on GoFundMe. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is a very important thing. Right. Serious. Like, Bria and I need this shirt. I'm not going to ask you to, like, I don't know, pay for my cancer treatments or anything like that. No. On GoFundMe. I just want Mr. Darcy's white shirt. Yeah. Absolutely. Why is this so? I feel like if we win that, he would maybe, we'd be so many degrees closer to him. Oh, yeah. Who's putting it up for auction? Okay. Is it Sotheby's? I don't know. It didn't say which auction house. Okay. But it's one of more than 60 period drama costumes being au- auctioned off in London next month. This collection also includes dresses worn by Drew Barrymore and Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, that's fun. I read about this in The Guardian. Oh, yes. Does the shirt come wet? No, but I know a really easy way you can recreate. <laughs> Has it been washed since he wore it? Oh, bro. I have oh. a lot of questions before I plunk down my money. I don't know. All right. That's why we just have to go to London and scope it out. You're right. So we're going to need about probably 20000 yes, bucks because we need travel expenses, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's make it happen. Okay. Go fund me, people. Yes. Somebody start that. Alex J., you're a go-getter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Alex J., we'll take you with us if you can raise enough funds. Yeah. Uh, my next search is the history of Uncle Sam. <laughs> I have to tell you why I searched this. Okay. Because it's embarrassing and it's also funny. I was going to create a sign to put on our refrigerator at work. The break room refrigerator that is shared by multiple departments. Yes. President's Day is coming up. Yes, Okay, so I was going to put the sign on the refrigerator door and I got my people confused. And so I was going to make a sign, what I thought was a president but it's actually Uncle Sam pointing. And I was going to put on there, the presidents want you to clean out the refrigerator before the holiday weekend or something stupid uh, yeah. like that. But then I started to make it. And I was like, what? <laughs> so thank goodness my brain woke up yeah. and engaged and said, hey, dummy, no, don't, don't put that sign up. Someone's going to, yeah, it's not right. Yeah. So then I was like, well, forget it. And I ended up not putting the sign up because I couldn't come up with anything clever, you know, for President's yes. Day. I mean, George Washington's birthday. Boring. Well, you could say, like, um, I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> this refrigerator is disgusting. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> anyway, I bailed on the sign and instead looked up the history of Uncle Sam. <laughs> <laughs> 
actually was, it's pretty interesting. It, is it now? Yes, it's short, but it's interesting. I'm ready. The origins, there is some dispute about it, but I looked up multiple sources and all of the sources agreed. Okay. Okay, so they believe, most historians believe that it came from a merchant who worked in Troy, New York, mm-hmm. and he was supplying barreled meat to the U.S. government uh-huh. during the War of 1812. Okay. His name was Sam Wilson. So the barrels were stamped U.S. to you know show that they were going to the government and then that's where they should be delivered. And all the workers in the warehouse started saying that it stood for Uncle Sam mm-hmm. because Sam Wilson owned the company oh my and he gosh. was their boss. And so supposedly a local newspaper heard about that and it just took off from there. I mean, how crazy is that? So then, eventually, people started associating Uncle Sam with the government. Yes. And it just kind of stuck. And then, during the 1860s and 70s, it was still a thing. And a political cartoonist by the name of Thomas Mast began popularizing the image that we know today as Uncle Sam mm-hmm. with the white beard and the tall hat. kind of looks like Abe Lincoln a little bit. And so it just kind of morphed and became that representation of the U.S. government. Huh. Side note, Thomas Mast also created the image we all recognize as Santa Claus. He characterized him as the fat, jolly elf with the big white beard. Yeah. And then he also came up with the donkey and elephant symbols for the Democratic and Republican political parties. And then James Montgomery Flagg created the famous World War I poster with Uncle Sam pointing at audiences Mm -hmm. saying, I want you for the U.S. Army. Okay. That's how it all came about. Isn't that so funny how something so small? Yeah, U.S. Uncle Sam. My sources were YouTube, Britannica.com, and National Geographic. That was actually my last search. I know it was. I have one left. Let's hear it. And it is Mahomes, never (laughs) underdogs meme. Okay, I know you all are so sick of this and blah, 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 but too bad. You can have your own podcast and talk about things that I don't care about. I watched a ton of post-game coverage and interviews this past week, especially like Monday through Wednesday. Okay. Then I was kind of done with it. Like I rewatched the overtime and everything. That's right. She texted me and said, Clinton, I rewatched the overtime. And I got nervous again. <laughs> like a dummy. <laughs> it was less nerve wracking, but I still was oh, nervous. That's so funny. Anyway, there's this part where Mahomes is being interviewed and Jim Nance, the announcer, asks him, you know, what do you want people to know or, or something like that? And Mahomes says something to the effect of the Chiefs are never underdogs. But the funny thing is, the way he says it and his laugh at the end, I just keep listening to this on a loop <laughs> whenever I get down, and it makes me smile. It's hard to hear it there. hear the laugh. He goes, just know the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. <laughs> oh. 
there's like this Woody the Woodpecker laugh at the end, and Peyton and I were dying. <laughs> we're like, what is that? It's adorable and nerdy and kind of like self-conscious. You would think he'd be the most like confident person ever, but Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. <laughs> <laughs> so I searched that a lot this week. How did you like Travis Kelsey's Viva Las Vegas? I could feel Taylor cringing. Yeah. I was just like, Travis, stop it. My sources were CBS Sports and TikTok. Okay. For that little sound bite. Excellent. I just love it. Hey. What? What about this one? Uh, what about this one? This is a quick listing of our other searches from the past week that we didn't have time to discuss. Mm-hmm. Or they were just too damn boring. So boring. Yeah. I only have four. Oh, let's hear it. Jackfruit slash Chiku fruit slash fruit sugars. Hmm. Number two, Super Bowl Parade, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Not boring. Number three, Kahoot. And Springfield School School Board member paddling. I looked that up this oh, week. Oh, my goodness. Because that guy can go fuck himself. Yeah. All right. Here are mine. Lyrics to Africa by Toto. <gasps> I love that song. I do, too. And I was belting it out in the car and I was like I don't know what these words are and it didn't make any sense I think I know I learned that I've been singing some of those lyrics incorrectly for years and years <laughs> what were you singing wrong I thought they were saying to do oh, and it yeah. turns out they were just going ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah and then it makes less sense it yeah. made more sense to me yeah your brain was filling in the blanks yes because it totally did. And trying to make it make sense, but it doesn't really make and sense. And I didn't know they were saying I blessed the rains oh, down yeah. in Africa. Yeah. Yeah, I learned a lot of things. I was like, all right, well, now I can sing it better, I guess. <laughs> now you know, and knowing's half the battle. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. All right. Um, actor Stephen Delane. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Fig, Springfield, Missouri. I was trying to get Sean, trying to tell him where it was. Library Station Hours. Basic smoothie recipe, uh, Grove Spa. When did the first Starbucks open? Uh, shoe Tree Listening Room, Springfield, Missouri. Super Bowl Parade Shooting. Um, Springfield Public Schools ends Project Graduation. And Egyptian Dog Breeds. Oh. Do you have any listener shout outs this week? Mm-mm. I have lots. Oh, great. I do. I actually have a list. Oh, my goodness. From my sister, Colleen. She sent us this. I think it was in Facebook Messenger. Okay. Straight from across the pond. This was her actual list for the week of February 5th. Okay. Just so you know. Just to put it in context. She says, hi, ladies. Oh, she thinks we're ladies. That's sweet. My history for the week of 5 Feb. She is so... British. Very, very. Prince William's girlfriends at university. A few. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. She puts the answers (laughs) in parentheses afterwards, which is so cute. Okay. Densest timbers in the world. Black ironwood. Most efficient flame color with a U. Color. In terms of energy. What do you think? 
Blue. You're correct. Mm. And last but definitely not least, difference in appearance between rat and mouse poop. Oh, no. Oh, no. Does she have... So I said, whoa, those are some interesting ones. I'm scared about why you had to search that last one. And she replied, yes, we have a problem. Oh, no. So before everybody gets all, like, judgy or thinks my sister is disgusting and dirty, her husband's family owns a really cute country cottage in England, which is really still ma- a massive house. It, they used to run it as a, a and b And it has a thatched roof. Mm. And critters love to nest in thatched roofs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Roofs. So, and no, I have not had the time or money to visit there yet. And it pains my heart. And mostly because I miss my sissy. Of course. But also because it's a freaking English country cottage. And my sister lives near a freaking (laughs) English village with cobblestones and shit. And I'm stuck in Missouri. (laughs) But whatever, I'm chill about it. <laughs> yeah, you appear to be. Um, Colleen, please give us a rat slash mouse update when you find out. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking when she said, yes, we have a problem, that it's probably rats. Oh, man. Who knows? I'm speculating. Okay. But anyway. And then also, we got some recent laughs and feedback on social media from... Alex J. Yes. Cooper Trooper. Oh. Laura Gallel. I hope I'm saying that right, Laura Gallel. Um, about my horrifying overflowing men's toilet. Oh yes. Um, story. You know what? I did hear from Martha uh Martha D. Mm-hmm. And she was asking you if you still knew the person that drove you home on yes, the trash I do. bags with the windows down. Yes, I do. She lives in Florida now, but she's a dear, dear friend. Oh, man. I mean, that'll bond you for life. Forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm in her debt for forever. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. Tanya, I love you. And then lots of you have tried kombucha. Ah. With varying outcomes. That is true. I did see some feedback mm-hmm. on the kombucha. Hopefully no overflowing toilets. <laughs> But Alex, Jay's outcome required a trip to the hospital. Yes, I saw that. So that's bad. Well, and I'm just here to tell you guys, I'm, I've, I've moved on from kombucha. Oh. I've now had two really horrible ones, and I'm just done. You're done. Okay, good. Because it ain't worth it, is it? It's just gross. And just drink the some... The first one was so good. Just drink some Jesus juice, a.k.a. I water. I have been slamming the Jesus juice good this week. Good girl. Slamming it. Okay. I also saw... Oh, I'm sorry. You no. go ahead. No, you go. I also saw mm, maybe two or three questions asking about the mystery can. Oh, People yes. wanting to know. But... By this time, By this know. time, they will know. So I didn't want to give it away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to give it away. No, no. Because it's coming. Uh-huh. But it is already... It came. <laughs> <laughs> it done It done been told. <laughs> so no more no more suspense there. No. Nope. And Aaron wanted to know what Travis Kelsey smells like. Yes. Because I did post a picture. Your response was hilarious. And I doubt he smells like that. Probably what the not. candle smells like. Yeah. I did get a comment, face-to-face comment from Hopper about your overflowing st- toilet story. <laughs> she was... She was like the laughing 
and the simultaneous <laughs> mortification just it really hit home mm-hmm. cooper trooper said the same thing she said i had all the responses that kara had <laughs> it was <laughs> laughing hysterically then followed by just discomfort and embarrassment and all the things i'll say the part of that story i mean it's mortifying horrifying horrendous i I applaud your bravery in telling the story, but the part that broke me was the drive home on the trash bags <laughs> with the windows down. I mean, that is what broke That's, me. I lost it. That was Laura Galel's favorite part, too. I Well, it's because I could picture it. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah, yeah. The minivan. You know what? There was a detail I forgot in that story. What? When I ran into the bathroom... The first stall I went into, the toilet was already just like somebody had just destroyed it. And so it was a two-stall bathroom. It was it was ti- it was pretty tiny. And so I was like, "Oh my gosh." And I was already just like it was too late. You, you had know? to. And so then I went into the next stall mm-hmm. and looked normal. It looked normal. And so yeah. And then when I flushed, it was not normal. What? There was a problem. There was a problem in that bathroom. Oh, show. Lucky you. Yeah. So anyway, I forgot that part. Oh, that's but awful. The first one I went into was like, that's a no go. <laughs> I'll just go on the sink like in Bridesmaids. <laughs> oh, oh, my word. Are you ready to flush this week down the toilet? <laughs> as long as it goes down. <laughs> Don't come back on us. You know what never comes back on you? What? Your history after you delete it. That is correct. So let's go do it. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye. Bye. Delete This History is created, written, hosted, produced, and edited by Bria Brown and Kara Birch. Theme music is so good by Orcas. Email us at delete this history podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and threads at DTHGals and Facebook at Delete This History. Copyright 2024. All rights reserved. Gravelly voice and wet hacking provided by... Super Bowl germs. The best kind of germs. <laughs> <laughs>